The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. You're not crazy anymore You've been waiting at the door And it's time to open You bitch, it's time to open. You are listening to Waking Up in America. We're a radio magazine, dynamic radio dialogues on life today in America, brought to you by Bragg, B-R-A-G-G dot com, Happily 200, The Coning Company, DrVal.com, and 42Action.org. Now, the Home Shopping Network and Bob Sircosta say we're doing radio that is changing the world. I like to maybe think making the world laugh and also making the world get um, informed as well, and we were talking about that um, before we come, came on air here today. So if you hear a phone ringing, a dog barking, an angel singing, or um, somebody burping, we call in from our homes and offices all over the United States to cause this program. Now, hmm. Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> oh God! So many mixed emotions about that. We'll get into that later in the show. But Jesus, when he said the Lord's prayer, was in Aramaic. I'm going to tell you that pray means to go out into the world and get that which is yours. And on the Fourth of July, my request to listeners, the one that you pass around, is just to go out and get our republic and re-inhabit it. And we'll be talking about rumors. We'll be talking about all different kinds of things today. There are so many things that the higher-ups deem are not important for us simple mortals to be told, um, other than when the next showing of um, Dance with the Stars is going to be on, because we don't have the brains or whatever it is to comprehend all of this stuff, because they're so... Um, they're so wonderfully informed and we must be protected from the Russians and the Brits and the Chinese and everybody else you can be protected from because then you can justify war budgets and stuff like that. So here we are the 4th of July weekend celebrating the creation of this country and I'm inviting you to return to the standards. And by the way, all the men and women um, that inspired the men, the men were mostly the ones allowed to do this writing, all of the men and women that inspired the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they weren't all Christians. But what they did is they put together a program that recognized a higher, a higher personality or source or divinity in the universe. They got together and they decided this as a group, and it didn't just happen overnight. It literally took a couple of years for all of this to be put together and to be weighing the tones and things like that. So when when um, governments have the gall, in my opinion, silly poops, that they're going to go in and they're going to dismantle parts of the Constitution and stuff, that's like saying, hmm, that particular column over there on that Greek monument, yeah, I don't think we need that anymore, and just pull out a column and see what happens. 
So it's up to us to stop things from collapsing and to recreate them. And one of the ways we can recreate them is Randy and I, honest to God, Randy does 42action.org. She was running for president of the republic. I was in the House of Representatives. We re-inhabited the Bill of Rights of the Constitutions um, from uh 1861 when uh, when Lincoln was in office and uh, there was a vote and the South walked out and he said let's pretend they didn't. So anything that's happened with the Constitution since then he didn't do it on purpose to be a bad guy he did it because he wanted to keep things moving. But in 1871 the Corporation of the United States of America came in and started like, like a mold growing all over the country and they have peaked right now they have their little moldy buns are all over the place and they're getting called on it so for the 4th of July we thought we'd share some of our our favorite rumors with you that we've heard and a lot of these were intended to be actually accurate but what happens is when you start something for instance like the global currency reset factors that you could not have imagined come in and interrupt what's going on and then you have to keep recalibrating and recalibrating it's not just that you're being lied to which is what I was telling a friend of mine uh, it's that things are complicated and to, what we're doing is we're creating a world balance and Brexit and a number of things that are happening are part of that so Randy and I have fun because 20 minutes before the show <laughs> we, we start you know just kind of like starting to dance with each other to see how the show should be because one of the things that happens here is this program is actually inspired by a higher power, whatever that higher power is. It's a, I go into a meditation on Friday and Saturday, uh, especially Friday night, just to see even what the name of the program should be the next day. And if I, if, and sometimes we have guests because I just know there's supposed to be a guest or I've heard somebody and they're the right thing. I'm going to actually go for a guest. Uh, for a man, which we'll tell you more about, that actually knows about Atlantis. And um, uh, it's actually been discovered 60 years ago. Why are we not told about this? Why is Area 51 such a big secret? Because we're, uh, because we're supposed to believe everything in the movies? I don't know. What do you think, Randy? Uh, I don't know about that. You know, they always put the information out in the movies, and... You know, I was really glad you brought up about Fourth of July because it's very interesting, you know, with the, with the rumors and things that we're going to cover today. You know, July 4th, 1776, that's when the Continental Congress declared the thir- that the 13 American colonies were regarding themselves as a new nation, and they were no longer a part of the British Empire. And here, all of this stuff has happened over in Europe, in England, specifically about them, them leaving the EU. Um, so lots of rumors surrounding that, lots of things that we're going to talk about today. Um, so it's not the first time that somebody wanted to be apart from something, and there's nothing wrong with that. The freedom, freedom is just a natural thing that everybody is want. You, you want it. You're born with it, and you just get kind of beat down and beat down by these, as you call them, nasty, poopy governments. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell them a mother, right? Exactly. I feel like I'm cleaning up the diapers from the governmental poops. Yeah, I mean, the way if you look at the news media uh, and the things that are uh, newspaper, television, all the, the programs that are out there that are totally scripted, you would think nobody wanted freedom. Do you wait, 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 I've got to tell you something. 
because it just popped and I'll forget it. Do you know what mm-hmm. what the Russians say? Um, the difference is we have the, that we have propaganda and they have news. Really? They say that they say that U.S. radio is propaganda, and I totally agree with it. Conan mm-hmm. O'Brien did a thing, Randy, that was really it, he did a thing about how there was going to be a gay marriage on his television show, right? And he put okay. out a press release. And then the next day, he showed 21 news stations that had that said exactly the same thing. They didn't say anything different. They said something like, um, pushing the envelope of Conan O'Brien has a gay marriage on his, uh, on his show. This was reported in 21 stations without even hardly a word being different. Who's, who's writing those scripts? Exactly, and I did see that. Yeah. So if 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 that's the story on that, and then you find out that oh, I love the part. I'm sorry. I if anybody died in in Florida, I'm really sorry. But I just love the part where Google announced the massacre six hours before it happened. Did you know that? I did hear that. I, I think you mentioned it that they did that. Yeah, not only that, some other major newspaper did, too. And you know what? I don't think they're being stupid. I think there's whistleblowers in there saying, look, folks, and and leaking the information out early, just like you were mentioning WikiLeaks. So what did you want to say about WikiLeaks? You were talking about that earlier. Yeah, WikiLeaks, uh, Julian Assange, which he's he's made out to be a really bad guy, but in fact, I think he's a pretty good guy. He's a truth seeker, and he's a truth teller. And because he is like that, what we call a whistleblower, um, they hunt him down like an animal, and he's had to gain asylum in another country. And he's actually got information. They have, they must have hackers galore or something or somebody on the inside because they release information, and they were releasing information on Hillary Clinton's emails. Oh yes, oh yes. And this is a huge scandal in this country that is trying to be covered up uh, by what I I can't stand the term, but they call themselves the elites, and then in turn I hear it in the news media, the elites. Well, how... Who died and made somebody over you as an elite? I, I want to know. <laughs> were you, were Me, you because I have the biggest club, that's why. So if I call you elite, baby, you're elite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but they don't consider it that. And I want to know who they think they are that they're in charge. Like, how was I born under some somebody? Well, other how, than God? how stupid are you? Well, uh, I mean, I cannot re- I cannot resist remembering Sandy Hook, where they were showing pictures of these little kids being led out of the um, out of the nursery school down the sidewalk, and there was no sidewalk at Sandy Hook. Exactly. Wag and the even, dog. That's the movie. Yes. Wag the dog, guys. It's how they create it. Okay. But the mm-hmm. point is, at a certain point, you know, <laughs> you gotta laugh in their faces. Yeah. This is a now. The, I wanted to tell you about the Brexit thing, Randy, because it, it it's kind of blowing my mind, actually. Okay. No, well, first of all, um, I didn't. I swear, when it started, I didn't know much other about David Cameron other than how to spell his name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Cameron Cameron is the was the Prime Minister of England, and he got elected, saying that he would set up the Brexit vote. 
Britain leaving the European Union, and that was scheduled for 2017. Then I heard that, 2017 is when he said he would do it. I thought, well, why did he do it early, you know? Mm -hmm. It turned out he did it early because he's a good politician for England, and England's got to love him for it. He did it early because by doing it early, Merkel of Germany, and I forget the Italian guy's name that runs Italy, they were planning on doing the same thing. And what was interesting to me is that Cameron resigned. Merkel, when she does it, is supposed to resign, and so is the president of Italy. Why is a resignation associated with each of these things, I have to ask myself. And one of the reasons that I came up with is that they've all made deals to turn the world back to us. Because that's what it's about. It turns out, Randy, that any vote in England can be overridden by the parliament. They don't have to pay any attention to the people, just like the Electoral College in the United States don't pay, have to pay any attention to the people. Mm-hmm. Why do we, you know, both England and we have a, have a system in which those who want it their way can have it their way if they can get away with it. So the there's immediately after the bro, the Brexit vote, everything was supposed to crash. The stock market was supposed to be falling apart. Everything the everything was crashing. I understand that the British pound is now backed by gold. The Queen loves Brexit. And I thought, well, why would the Queen love Brexit? Okay, so this is my reasoning. The Queen hasn't really been the Queen of much of anything at when it's part of the European Union. Now that England is back and what Cameron has done is created Britain as the leader of the exit of the European Union by putting the vote a year earlier and beating out Merkel in Italy, the Queen's very happy with it. And the, the, the papers... Are, she's backing it. So I don't think the bums in England are going to be able to outvote it because three-quarters of the British Parliament is corrupt and want the European Union. But I, I really believe with the people and the Queen behind the people and the fact that they actually spoke first and Cameron has resigned, they may think they can turn the vote around, but I don't think they can. So that's my personal evaluation, my personal political evaluation of the situation. What, yeah, what people just, I'm thinking that um, as one of the England reporters, Paul Joseph Watson, stated that this vote to leave the EU was totally against big business, totally against big politics. People are sick of it, and they finally had the guts to stand up against the machine. And the machine is not going to sit down and take it lightly, but it doesn't matter because if the people finally, it's like they were chugging up the mountain, chugging up the mountain, now they finally made it, that first step over the mountain. And, you know, they, they can see now clearly freedom is worth it. Now, it doesn't mean, and, and Paul Joseph Watson said it, and I'm saying it too, is that, you know, there could be now some... Uh, false flags or and they'll blame it on ISIS, ISIL, all these organizations that they've created um, and then people be like oh no, we need it, we need it, we need mommy and daddy again, we need them back no you don't, stand, stand for freedom and just keep standing up against the machine because freedom is worth it yeah totally it's worth it, it's the 4th of July and if there's ever a weekend that you can remember it's worth it, it's worth it Completely. keep going 
salute the queen. Even if you think the queen has been a bum in different areas, she's like backing her people. England's standing up again. England used to be really big in the world, and then they kept shrinking and shrinking. And I'm not suggesting that they grow and grow and take over again. I'm suggesting that each nation will be able to stand up and speak for themselves because they'll actually have to listen to the people. And Cameron told them not to mess with it. He said, or you're going to have a revolution on your hands because the people want this. Mm-hmm. So when you have leaders speaking like that and then, you know, He said he would do the vote, and he did the vote, and he resigned. And I understand the rest of them are going to do the same thing. Now they're going to they're they're going to try to scare you. They tried to say that the whole stock market would fall apart and stuff. I get a news report from an Emmy award winning um, newsman. His name is Jeff Creely, actually. Uh, he's a good guy, and he sends out a news report every couple of weeks. And he's talking about how all the threats of the um, of the stock market is being upset and all of that stuff. They were trying to terrify people that they would lose everything if this vote didn't go their way. Well, they didn't. In fact, there's exactly. money being made in the stock market on it right now. So half of the stuff that you're hearing is mainly just to scare the buns off you. Yeah. You know, that's why so many people love movies like The Patriot and uh, what's the other one with... Uh, Braveheart. Oh, know? God. Well, I didn't like the part where they pulled his guts out, as I recall. I know, I know. That was but not a pretty thing. But this this vote was uh, was hearing the voice of the people, and that's all they want. Well, not only hearing the voice of the people, I'm insisting on some kind of information act where the people actually get told that I... I've heard rumors that we've had teleportation for a number of years, okay? A number of mm-hmm. years. I, maybe as much as 20 or 30. Why can't we know that? Well, we can't know that because then we might not. We might start demanding teleportation rather than cars. Good, can you imagine what would happen, Randy, if we stepped into a chamber and we just go to the grocery store? <laughs> no, I mean, that's... I mean, uh, and you step and in another those- chamber and you come back... Maybe those things can happen. Um, I just want to know the the real truth. I want to know the real news. I want to know about those things like you're mention- you're talking about right now that you're alluding to yeah. the past history that's been hidden. Yeah, like Atlantis. We were talking about Atlantis before the show, folks. And I heard stories from Atlantis for a long time, and I checked the emails early in the morning before we go on the radio because I want to know what the most interesting new rumor or info info is and. I got an email from my dear friend Jenna, who's just really into a lot of interesting stuff. And uh, it was all about Atlantis having been discovered 60 years ago. Why didn't I know about this? <laughs> Honestly, God, I'm very interesting. I'm a history major. Um, it turns out it's in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. And the reason we didn't know about it is because they didn't want the Russians to grab it. Well, how would the Russians get over and grab the Bermuda Triangle, as far as I'm concerned? Making other countries wrong about grabbing something from you is part of the game of keeping everything secret so that you don't have to know about it. <laughs> Randy, they're just kind of like sitting absurdly, uh, bantering around the different things. For instance, 75 years for the emails to process Hillary Clinton's emails? I don't think so. Yeah, 75 no, years. Crazy. What is it they don't want us to see? They say they can only do 500 emails a month. Give me a bloody break. 
yeah. 75 years is the projection. I, under under your management or mine or Mike's or anybody, I'm saying, uh, how about a week with a team? You know, if it took 200 people to do it, so what? Just yeah, get I the th- job I, done. I think WikiLeaks will make sure it gets out. <laughs> yeah, when you think, can we send them like a little card or something and say, can can we get it sooner or can you put us on the list? Or <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, yes. You know, she, she is supposed to uh, meet with the FBI. Uh, in fact, on Drudge Report, they're calling it Hills Hell Weekend. That's kind of exciting. <laughs> what is the weekend? It's called Hills Hillary <gasps> Hell Weekend. Uh, oh, FBI, oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, well, you, you know, something's okay. going to come out of it. These guys got to have guts. you yeah. got to love this, though. I get the White House report, right? Because, you know, I have to know what's going on. I have to know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And some of it actually sounds so intelligent, I can't believe it, because I don't see the results of the intelligence. However, in this particular case, they were announcing that um, Barack Obama was behind Hillary, gave her... Uh, his endorsement for presidency. Mm-hmm. About an hour later, a report comes out saying that she's under criminal investigation. How does that work? Same source. Yeah, I don't know. Now, the other thing that I heard is that Obama is supposed to be at some point resigning and that t- this is a rumor, too, that Paul Ryan, is Speaker of the House, is actually now interim president of the United States along with um, with General Dunsford. What do you know about that? I don't know anything about that. Well, Dunsford is, is General Dunsford is the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, okay? Mm-hmm. And he supposedly became interim president a month or so ago. Okay. The country is supposed to be now, and for some, and somehow Michelle and, and Obama are supposed to be on the sidelines somewhere, just being figureheads. Now, I, I don't. I, if you say prove it, I can't. This is just what's coming across the desk. This is what we're listening to. This is what the emails are that are dropping. If you want to find out what I'm up to, do Val Kirkguard one at Twitter. Okay. Val Kirkguard one at Twitter, and I tweet two, three, or four really good rumors every day, including something I tweeted last week that just gave me incredible pleasure. You know these um, uh, six-pack plastic things that hold the six packs of beer together? Oh, sure, yeah. There's some incredible number of ocean animals that die from choking on this plastic every year. Yes. One of the companies turned those, created those things so that they're now fish food. Oh, really? Yes, really. That's really, cool. really, really. It's totally <laughs> cool. So that mountain of plastic that's floating around bigger than the size of Texas, which, by the way, could be disappeared if you took on a Japanese invention, which returns it back to its nature of oil. But they don't want to do that because it would produce gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of oil. And that messed up the oil market. So, you know. Let the stuff float and let the animals die. But I'm telling you, there's a way to handle that, and you should start asking for it. And if we start asking for it in our communities or picking the bright kids and asking them if they'll help us with research and activity, I'm meeting kids that are 12 to 16 years old that are making my jaw drop, Randy. With really? With what they know about 
about what's going on and about the future and what their missions are and all kinds of stuff. There's a whole bunch of little bright people that have been dropped off and are growing up. You hear these six-year-olds singing grand opera, you know something's going on. Mm-hmm. You can look in YouTube just to find out who the musicians are, the young musicians. Oh, my right. God. So there's brilliance all over the place here. All we've got to do is break through these information barriers, and if, if something turns out to be a rumor, trust me, it got inspired by something, something in the background, something that's going on. And we we are here to actually bring up rumors, have you ask questions. If I had a dream, Randy, it would be that everybody uh, that was listening to the radio show was actually sitting at their computer checking out things that, you know, when we have a conversation, Randy and I spark off each other all the time. That's right. So if you were at your computer and you go, well, you know, I wonder if what they said is really real or if it's just a rumor or whether they're being silly with us or whatever they're doing and you sit down and you start looking at what we're talking about, you're going to get your mind blown because you're going to find something you never thought about that we didn't say that's actually in the article. And if we do this, we're going to spark off like fireworks, like sparklers all over the place. Let's be sparklers this weekend, and let's inspire each other. If you get an idea, check it out. Uh, Find out if there's anybody else that's up to what you're up to. Um, Take a look and see how peace could be created. Um, Go over to care2.com, and that's C-A-R-E number 2, just a 2.com, and click on Oceans, um, Big Cats, Seals, all kinds of different categories. Doesn't cost you a cent, and there are donors that match your click and make sure that parts of the rainforest are saved, that parts of um, that the big cats are taken care of. Uh, visit our website at wakingupinamerica.com. Check out Happily 200, and you get there by going to wakingupinamerica.com forward slash 200 forward slash. And what you get is a new paradigm, and you're going to see some real movement in that because I'm submitting all kinds of data that I've been putting together to the webmaster. So within a week, you're going to see a lot of what's been going on that hasn't been out there yet. So we'll be doing that. You're going to get excited about this because it's irresistible. It isn't about whether you should be 200 years old or not. It's about the fact that if you really knew and believed that you could be, you'd live your life differently. A lot of people just wind down after 60. You know, they think retirement is wind down and give it up. It isn't. It's like retirement means you've already done your service, now you get to go do what you want to do. And that doesn't mean lie in a bed and cough. That's it right. Mean, it mean to travel or go visit Randy in Florida. She's really cute, too, by the way. She's a <laughs> fun person to be around. Um, she's just a light-hearted, wonderful human being that's alive and vital, and that's I think Randy and I think that's the strong thing that we share is that we we really dig life. I think so too. I mean, I I I don't get anyone who doesn't want to enjoy it. You got one. You got one shot at it. Generally, <laughs> yeah. Some people have nine lives, but generally, <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm a cat. <laughs> I'm wearing my cat shirt right now today, actually. Yeah, um, yesterday I had breakfast with a guy who was battling prostate cancer, like stage four. Did you put and, him into longevity? Uh, several several things going on with him. 
Yeah. Teddy Witten's, Teddy Witten's book. He had already read about three quarters of the book and was implementing it. And he said in the first hour, he the pain he'd been, it was like a knife being ground into his knee, he said, was gone after the first hour. It's not that it hasn't come back and forth and back and forth, but he's working on it. That's the point. So is he that using the soda or what's he using? Yes, he's doing uh, everything that's in the book at the Great. brain can. And yeah. by the way, we have one of those books that's available. Oh. So if you want okay. to send me an email at val at wakingupinamerica.com and say I want that book by Teddy that Randy was talking about, uh, you can have it if you're the first one. So val at huh? wakingupinamerica.com because Teddy's for real, okay? Patricia Bragg, they're for real. That's with two Gs. Apple cider vinegar is the drink of waking up in America. But if you take a look at it, I actually went to the end of the seventh ray, Randy, and the only dish at the end, of, and it's been open for 40 years. The next time you come, we have to go there. Rokos was great. The end of the seventh ray is legendary. The nice. one dish that had lasted for over 40 years had Patricia Bragg's apple cider, not, not apple cider, had her um, amino acids in it. Oh, okay. okay. So, 40 years later, the one dish that endured, because the, their different chefs come to the inn and they bring different signature dishes with them, they're, they're vegan, they're, they, it's a really beautifully put together healthy place. Patricia Bragg's amino acids, which are something that are really good for us. If you go to her website, check it out, she's got a whole line of things. Kayani Strong Medicine, I tell you, the woman that represents that took on Taekwondo at 42 years old and became a Taekwondo master honored by the Koreans who started the whole darn thing in the first place. Sir Jason Winter Tea actually strengthens your immune system. These things are all over on our website at wakingupinamerica.com. Rotandum, uh, blood purifier and fighting inflammation. You know, that might be a good thing for your friend, too. Yes. Rotandum. Did you... Was that a possibility for him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a whole list of things. Yeah, there are. And the whole list of things are things that Randy and I just are, we like the best. <laughs> what can I tell you? Why not? You probably like the best, too. You just don't know what it is because you get inundated with so much stuff. This is 29 years of sorting through products and um, responses to products and customer reaction and things of that nature. Uh, coning company just honest to god uh, one of my um, my coners sent me a picture this week and, and it looked like she got coffee grounds out of the person's ear it looked like little black specks and she asked me what they were and I took a magnifying glass because I as I said it looked like coffee grounds and then I saw these little curly antenna on one of them mm. what was it as was bug antennas, what it was. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking that what happened is that some person, like maybe, scratched their ear or something like that, and got some kind of eggs in there, and they hatched. Because I, until I took the magnifying glass to it, it just looked like kind of weird little coffee grounds. It was that little curly antenna on one of them that was the clue. Okay. This process works, and things get in your ears, and they get in from the outside, and they get in from the inside. And trust me, you want to pay as much attention to your eustachian tubes as you do to your teeth, because it's really part of um, what it takes to have a quality life. And Happily 200 and the products we have here and what we're about is 
we're all going to live through life however we live through it but what's the quality so for the 4th of July for every other weekend but here is an emphasis give yourself a quality of life give yourself you were talking earlier Randy about freedom yes freedom from from freedom means that you feel good are you going to do any any special sports event or anything like that in the next week um no it's pretty much quiet have um, you been triathleting? Have you been bicycle riding? I haven't heard you talk about it in a while. I have been back at the gym and going probably five, six days up until this last couple days. Uh, I, I have been working out super, super hard, getting the body prepared. I think I'm going to start doing my 5Ks and 10Ks again. I'm not really yeah, ready yeah, to get back into Yeah, I hadn't heard that, and I was wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. So when you go so, to the gym, what do you what do you do? Well, uh, lately I've been doing the bike, and there's also, you know, there's an elliptical machine, but there's a different one where it does side to side instead of front, 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 front. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's sides, and so it really does your rear end, and it really does your <laughs> you lower. You have a rear end. <laughs> I couldn't see it's, one. <laughs> it does rear. It does um, your back and your sides beautifully, and your inners and outers on your legs. So I've been hitting that really, really hard and loving it. Um, the results are crazy amazing. So, oh. yeah. So that's I've been really doing that. That's really great. Well, you know, that's, that's definitely part of the picture, and that gives her a lot of spunk and a lot of steam so that she takes on life in a different way. I've been into cleaning stuff up and also doing a lot of writing. And um, I'm also in an acting class, and we're about to... We don't do acting, really. We do conversations. So what happens is we take a, a, an original script. Uh, in this case, um, I rewrote one by William Marchand, a scene from Death Set, which is originally um, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn, and I updated it for the 20th century, and I'm having a dialogue. I'm the head of a librarian, and I'm having a dialogue with an efficiency expert who wants to get rid of me. And it's comedy, <laughs> and it's really fun. And what's interesting is is that the woman who, um, I don't know what the right word for it is, but the woman who who holds our class, Barbara Gannon, she's just an amazingly brilliant human being in what she does. If you took Barbara's class and you were having trouble in your relationships and you were about to act out, this class would be the place to go because I think I think acting can be incredibly good therapy, mm-hmm. especially when... What she'll do is we'll do a scene and then she'll take notes on it and then she'll read the notes back saying, you know, if you were an efficiency expert, you might be talking faster or she she knows how to make everything like sparkle. And we can do that in our lives. What Ruth does is we, Randy and I contribute to each other. Mike contributes to us too. All three of us are better people. Ron, Ron Hayes, he sends us interesting information all week long all the time and there's probably something in the computer from Ron now he's real committed to it Bill Hargrave um, who I met when I was in the Republic sends some incredibly interesting reports Roger Evans he's actually a a six foot two tall truck driver that's one of the smartest men on the planet because he's been driving trucks for like 20-30 years and he's always got something on the CD so the guy practically knows the Constitution backwards and forwards and upside down and all kinds of stuff because he spends literally every day listening to these things and has for absolute years. 
And what you have are a lot of people that you wouldn't expect. You you don't go truck driver, really smart person normally in your thinking. You may think, you know, that he's enduring or that he may be kind or that he's long-distance driver. But these guys, a lot of them are educating themselves and they're smarter than the attorneys you'll meet. Uh, and I'm not slandering attorneys. I've got um, some very good friends. One of them is a member of the British Bar. I pointed to that that out to him. I told him that I was planning on turning him. I want him to do real estate. Wow. <laughs> fighting with me about it because he's really good at what he does. But he's like he went to school in England and the whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So um, he, he said we could discuss it further, but. I want I want attorneys of of his caliber to actually be getting behind the stuff that you and I found out because they're officers of the court. Uh, they and they formally are. The judges talk to them. They say, you know, you please send out the notes. You please do this, that, and the other thing because the judge owns them in a way. And and if you don't know that, you can you can get very upset. If you understand the system, then you can then be a part of it, and you can find out where the people that win go and things of that nature. Many of you know, as of November, it will be nine years since I paid a house payment. Uh, also, nine years since I paid property taxes, and also nine years since I paid fire insurance. What do you think about that? I think I'm pretty sure, Val, that there's been a statute of limitations. <laughs> and you you probably, well, at this point, should have that outright. <laughs> I don't know for sure because my British attorney says that he thinks I haven't met the statute of limitations, but he said the fact that when I was in federal court, which was 2010, that two attorneys showed up from two different banks both claiming to own my house, and that's in the federal records. Oh, wow. Okay. So... Uh, and you, are you still doing that thing um, where you're helping people get money back from the IRS? Well, we're, we're holding off on that until a letter comes. We're waiting on a letter. So Okay, so anyway. There's still questions about that process before we touch it. Good. I was, I was wondering. And see, Randy, can you hear she's careful? I'm careful, Very. too. Yeah. Okay, we're careful. We try out everything first, which is when we had no idea it was going to go on for nine years. But here's the funny thing. The bank does my house is very valuable, and the bank doesn't want to lose it. So they pay my fire insurance, and they pay my taxes, and they just keep adding it onto my bill, which is now close to a million eight hundred thousand dollars. I bought the house for six hundred thousand, by the way. I've improved it nicely and stuff. But I've been here 13 years, and when I found out what they were doing, I just refused to pay them. Then I discovered that if I didn't pay them, they felt like they had to take care of taxes and everything because they considered the house theirs. Interesting. I thought so, too. So I just let them have it all. Because if I actually write any of those things or pay them, now, probably not true of the tax department, but if I do that stuff... Mm-hmm then I'm recontracting with them and I refuse to recontract with them. Wow, okay. Okay, so we're just going to see how this plays out. At nine years in November, Larry uh, actually thought that the best bet for me would be to go after the, um, the, the, the two lawyers showing up for the different banks. Mm-hmm. 
I think there's a good argument for it. There was also an argument in 2015 in which like 70,000 mortgages were invalidated, and I, I can pull that up. Right now, I'm just kind of waiting to see what they'll do because if they if they try to sell me again, I'll just file another court case. Right. I've got grounds to do that, so they won't sell the they can't sell me the whole time the court case is open. Even though my court case, this current one, was dismissed in. March of this year, they haven't. It, you never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> My case was dismissed. Wow! In March of this year, against the bank, and I'm pretty sure they um, dismissed my case. Mm-hmm. The judge, I think, dismissed my case because she doesn't want what I'm doing to end up in court. See what I thought when I was ignorant in the beginning. I thought if you go in and you say I want to, I want to trial by jury and all that kind of stuff, that you just would go get a jury and then you'd fight it out in front of the jury. Not so. They make you prove to to them that you can go before a jury, and that can take a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> so it's like okay, so that didn't work the way I thought, but that's fine too because I don't mind going to court three or four times a year. You know, I always have dim sum afterwards down in Chinatown. It's an excursion for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to tell well, you, I, I also sit in the court and I listen to the judges. And some of them are really fair, Randy, mm-hmm. unless it's on a topic that makes them nervous. And the whole topic, there's a thing called a securitization audit. And if anybody wants one of those, I can give you a telephone number. I don't make anything off this, but I'd be happy to forward this to you. That securitization audit, it actually shows where your note is gone and where they didn't do what they were supposed to do. Okay? And so I've got one mm-hmm. of those two and the judge chose to ignore that and she chose to ignore my um, statement that I thought that the t- statute of limitations had happened and dismissed the case because I don't think she wanted either of those things to show up in court in front of a jury. And remember when I got the the ticket for the illegal left turn? Yes, I do remember that. The one from Apple. I always Mm -hmm. joke because Siri told me to make a left turn, and it was between, and you couldn't between the hours of seven and nine. And as I started making the turn, I realized that I was could be in trouble. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll be lucky. Well, I wasn't, or I was, depending upon how you look at it. Because what happened was when the I told him I was. I told him that I was traveling and I wasn't driving and I told him that I was not for hire. Well, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he wrote me a ticket and I um, I asked him some questions. I said, so how many GPS tickets do you give out in a day, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where people are just following their GPSs. Well, the one right. before me and the one after me was a GPS ticket. Wow. Don't you think that's funny? Do you know what, I do. what funny pot that is? Between the hours of 7 and 9, the city of Los Angeles probably makes half of its annual income every day. There should be. Aren't you a writer now, Val? You should be writing stories about that. Oh, I do. I I totally do write stories about all this stuff. It's fun. In fact, one of the things that I thought we could do, and you've heard it here first, Randy, is I thought maybe we could put a blog on the website. Oh, that'd be great. And we could talk about these, like, little... Yeah, just little victories or something, you know, like Randy's victories or Van, Randy's insights or something like that. So um, that's something to definitely consider because the writing has started to come out of me. I'm getting sassy all over the nice. place. Nice. I know. Yeah, I'm definitely sure. get those articles up. I want to read them. 
<laughs> so that'll be fun, too, you know. I like sassy, yes. And and what we do, it doesn't mean we're going to win every battle. It means we're going to learn something every time. Mm-hmm. Because we do you it were, in the beginning. Huh? You mentioned something a while ago, and it absolutely cracked me up. It was about an aunt or somebody that would say something to you. Do you remember? It was, it well, was you'd something have to give me a clue about what she would say something to me about because I had some very smart aunts. I don't know. Something about your face, sourpuss or something. I don't remember. Does oh. that ring a bell? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, what she said is that I didn't have a right to go out into the world with a sour face, that the world did not need one more sour face. Yeah. No, there was something else, too, that she added to it because it was funny. I don't remember what it I, was. I, I, I don't have the reference, but I have I have sassy ends, so or I did. <laughs> they, they, they passed. They were... My aunts, honest to God, the coolest people on earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so great. I tried One of my like aunts that. died at 103, and she's part of the inspiration of Happily 200. She played golf every day till she was 85. Wow. She, Good for uh, her. She, uh, she, she said that I should play golf because she said I would be surprised at who I would meet. She played golf with all the world leaders uh, up in Capilano. She was one of the founders of Capilano um, Golf Club in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mother was the one that sent, whenever the the Crown family would come to town and stuff, my grandmother was the one, what a funny claim to fame this is, who created the dance cards for the Prince of Wales and things like that. They had, you know, they were supposed to dance with people. So my grandmother you know, you, would decide you never who going to dance with. Hmm? I have a relative, I won't say who they are to me, but... Uh, they've been managing a restaurant for years, and uh, one of the one of the patrons who's been coming in there for years used to come in with his wife. Well, the wife passed away, and um, she's been dating him now for probably over a year. I would say it's going on, and uh, he's a billionaire. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 You never yeah. know who you'll meet when you just get out into the world. Yeah, you don't. Uh, but golf yeah. is not cheap. I mean, the, uh, honest to God, in in another personality with uh, between the years of two thousand and five and two thousand and seven, playing golf in any of the best courses in the world would have been no problem. Mm-hmm. After yeah. two thousand and seven, the electric bill was a problem. <laughs> Yeah, things got tight, right, for a lot yeah, of people. things got tight. But, you know, I was reading something really interesting about it, and it said it was a spiritual thing, and it said people make themselves wrong when they get sick. Okay, and I'm going to say mm-hmm. that they also make themselves wrong when they get poor. And that's what what the, um, conversa- the spiritual conversation was is that those things, getting sick or getting poor, are simply to take you through and complete something so that something is present. Now... I happen to have the privilege of having a consulting practice that includes one of the most famous artists in the entire world. And I work with her at this point when she's really busy on a daily basis, you know, like five days a week in the morning. Mm -hmm. We'll have an appointment this morning after the radio show. And what what I do is I listen to her day, and then we arrange her day so that it's more effective, and we put the details in it to give it more power. Most of us are living days without the um, the fortunate circumstances of having somebody around us that helps us with that. I have people that do that for me. 
So right. Sid and I discuss, or Randy and I riff off each other. Our weeks are different because we talked. Exactly. <laughs> we can do that for each other. It's like what's showed up in this program, 4th of July, Atlantis, Hillary Clinton, Brexit, um, paying attention, you know. When when I advertise the radio program, they always ask me for the keywords, okay? Mm-hmm. So keywords for today would be July 4th, would be Brexit, might be Cameron, might be Merkel, might be Hillary, whatever. How about Michael Phelps? Wasn't he How about him? Thirty-one years old, Michael. And I understand <laughs> that you had that you did a terrible crime at some point, and the world has thumbed you up for having had a drunk driving charge. You know, honest to God, do we not love to take our heroes down? I'm is telling you, I'm any come human on. on this, is there any human on this planet <laughs> that hasn't had too much to drink at one time that actually drinks? And most likely, the officers that pulled him over had their day as well. So why does yeah, he have to they be... meant Michael Phelps. Exactly. And they That's got to bag Michael Phelps. So let this stuff slip off your skin. Michael, happy birthday. You're terrific. Yes. You're inspiring. Uh, hey, Mr. Shark, I think I kept a magazine cover with you on the cover when you were raking up the gold medals. So... Um, you're 31 years old and have a great day because you're an amazing dude and um, you know the next time if you want to drive when you've had too much to drink just ask me and I'll drive you <laughs> well now there's Uber <laughs> have you ever got, taken an Uber yet Val They're so yes fun. I have and it annoyed the heck out of me <laughs> you got to do it more often no well what happened was I, I, I took an Uber over to the airport and then I ordered an Uber and the guy never showed up and then I ordered another Uber and then he didn't show up and then they charged me. Oh no. For can Oh, and the second guy that was going to come that didn't show up told me I had to cancel the first one but he neglected to say that there was a $5 Uber charge. So Uber has slipped up with me, I'm sure, you know, it's worked well for other people but not for me. Right. <laughs> so wow. I, I well, today, have... by the way, uh, in history, Val, uh, in 1964, Lyndon B. Johnson signed into law the historic Civil Rights Act. It was today? Was, it was today. On this wow. Day, 1964. You know, Lynn, there's another perfect example. That man actually did something good. And there's a lot about Lyndon Johnson that was not good. But that's a right. good thing. Okay. What he did is a good thing here, and we we have appreciation. It took something to do that. I actually think that he was part of having Kennedy killed. In fact, I saw the I saw the party in Dallas after Kennedy was assassinated, and Johnson was there celebrating. So, wow! So, well, there was we, actually quite a few cool things that happened. Uh, what else? Uh, fighting continued in the Battle of Gettysburg in uh, 1863. In 1992, Chevrolet built the one millionth Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the vote for independence. Um, 1900, Zeppelin demonstrated the airship. Amelia Earhart disappeared on July 2nd. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that gives mm-hmm. me chills. Amelia Earhart was um, one of my inspirations in life. Yeah, I thought that's I mean, why that I took flying easy. lessons was because of Amelia Earhart. She was even on my business card for a long time, because Amelia Earhart was all about having a dream and fulfilling. Yes, it. 
And, and speaking of a dream, Gonna Fly Now, the theme from Rocky's number one song on the U.S. pop charts in 77. <laughs> a lot of dream things on this day. A lot of good things on this day. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm dreaming of a of of the return. I'm well. We re-inhabited, and Randy was a um, Randy is a part of the organization too. Uh, she ran. She was going to run for president. Um, we re-inhabited the Bill of Rights in the Constitution, the Republic for the United States of America. Remember, I've, I've said that in the past. It's like the, the current group uses of, meaning they think they're in charge of everything. The previous Previously, it was for, so the states were for the federal government, and the federal government respected the states. So that's what we want again. We want a government that re- respects each individual state, and they're not all the same. You know, in some that's states right. there are precincts, in other states there are counties, in other states there are parishes. Uh, I'm just telling you those little differences in words because you might not... You might assume that every other state is like the state that you're in, and they're not. So when you can bring together a group of human beings and you can have them agree, and by the way, we we passed the Declaration um, of Intent in Windwalker, Utah, November 14th at like 11.52 in the evening, and we passed it unanimously. When have you ever heard of something like that? It was because teams of people got together, just like the teams that wrote the Constitution. Teams of people got together, and they wrote a proposal that represented all of us. And we're pushing that forward, and we're saying, claim that proposal. Claim the fact that we are for the United States of America. You've been listening to Waking Up in America, and we're really glad that you've been here. Uh, uh, This program has been brought to you by Kirkard Intergalactic Media. Our radio partners, CloningCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Denver, Tippy, Edwin, Carol Channing, Deepwalk Chopra, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, and Esther Williams, Admiral Eugene, Carol Chang, Goodall, Jonathan Granoff, Dennis Kucinich, Terry Cole Whitaker, David R. Descendant of King David, 42Action.org, Edward F. Group III, and DrBowry.com, and Doctors All Spelled Out. Thanks to Paul C. Brad for leaving us your daughter, Patricia, to continue our work. Big thanks to our team at Voice America. And... Um, totally gospel and uh, thank you everybody for having contributed have a merry fourth and take charge it's our country and you're not crazy anymore thank you for joining us today for waking up in america with valerie kirkgaard waking up in america can be heard live every wednesday on voiceamerica.com and valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com this is for all you knew pouring through now your heart is open Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 